It's time for the Dan Fogler for the Experience Podcast. So happy New Year! This is the Dan Fogler Forty Experience. Dan Fogler yeah. podcast. Oh yeah! So we have uh, Dwayne. Hey, hey, what's your middle name, Dwayne? It is John. Dwayne my, John Hill. My dad uh, is a lot of things, but a, he did not own a baby name book. Right. You know, he's like, Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne. I, like the, I like the initial J. I was named after like Dwayne Eddy or something, like an actor from the fifties. Yeah, I guess he was popular at the time. And uh, really, when I was told that, I was like, maybe I should watch a Dwayne Eddy film. But I, I've actually never, never seen one. Okay. I don't plan on right. it. I think that can turn for you. Well, I was doing that so I didn't block, uh, didn't block your view of my chops, my face. Um, Dude, I can see your face perfectly. I know, but, but before it was so, like this. Before so it was like Jack, this. Before Jack, it was like what, this. You don't have a middle name, Jack. I uh, used to, but then I changed my name. Whoa! Dude. I used to have a different first name and a middle name. So now you're the most Great, interesting the witness, guy. Witness protection program. So you're in the witness protection program. Well, I kept the same last name. What's the middle name? Just throw one out there. Well, my, I got to do a song for you because I've never done it. Uh, it used to be Kemp. Kemp. So it's Jack Kemp Dixon, and he's working the board. Yeah, Jack Kemp Dixon. If he has a price on his head, it's exposed. Guess what? He's in a program that hides him from people that might know him. Hopefully they don't have super sensitive hearing and can detect his voice. Uh, so okay, It's that, that Gerhard Kemp guy, I a, swear. That's an okay He's song, I guess. himself Jack. See, I made a song for all of the, uh, the guys who have you know, worked the board. And, but Jack's special. He's edited you mm-hmm. know, with me. Yeah. He's he's come on board and he's he's really taken initiative here. I'm proud of Jack. Hey, Jack, thanks, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Thanks, guys. So um, this Jack is, is a very selfless human being. Ha- yes, he is. Happy New Year and that to, you, my brother, to happy, you, my brother. To you, my brother. Happy New Year to you. Are you my having brother? a good New Year or something? I, you know, I got to tell you something. I am like electric <laughs> today. I'm very giddy. I'm very excited. Really. Yeah, I feel bad because I feel like in the previous uh, episodes of this fabulous podcast, I have been sort of a negative Nelly. And I don't mind. You know but... what it is? It's fine to be negative, but you are also uh, uh, powered by a passion and a brain the size of uh, a, brain. A, a locomotive. A slightly larger than normal brain. Yeah, you, gotta, uh, you guys can't see his head here, but it's, it's huge. huge. Yeah, you could, it looks like hair, but that's just brain. Yeah. Uh, so I was very excited. That we saw two movies. We yeah. saw. Uh, well, I saw, I saw we got to talk about Arrival. Arrival. First. I saw Whatever. it a while ago. You saw it recently. I saw Arrival Let's recently. Jump right into it. Yes, jump so. right into Arrival. So I did not know anything about this. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I don't no, know anything no, no. about this movie. All I knew was it directed by Denis Villeneuve, which uh, Villeneuve, which is uh, a Canadian director, and he did Sicario, and he is just doing a great job. Like he is the director lately. I, I and I love this movie. I loved Arrival. I loved. Every single thing about it. I now, saw, we, should we say there's spoilers? We say spoilers? Well, right? we're talking about whatever we want to talk about because okay. the movie's been out already. So, yeah. you know, I saw posters for this and it was boasting like the movie of the year. If you, when you see this, your brain will melt. You mm-hmm. know, it was that kind of shit. I now, didn't even see that. So right. I was like, look, I was going into it knowing, okay, this is going to be the movie of the year. Tell me yeah. what's going on. And it was. And it uh, was. I can't I, tell you. So at first, I was like, where the fuck are they going with this? I'm just like, okay, so. I, Okay, let's. How would you explain this in a nutshell? This is this movie at its 
heart is is about, about communication. Communication. And the fact that if we don't communicate, <laughs> we don't survive. And uh, aliens come. They land. Uh, in a very um, Kubrickian fashion, you know, like the monoliths. Yeah, you know? it's a very and it's it's what I what and, I, what and I, what they do is they 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 try to download um, to uh, the main character Amy Adams, who is this like trans, tran, uh, you know, she's like this, um, you know, this uh, verbal genius. You know, she's able to. She's a linguist. Com- a linguist, thank she's, you. She's able. The to, government needs something translated, like she's able to communicate. You know, ancient Sumerian. You know, texts. You know, she's just a genius. So they bring her into like say like these aliens are trying to communicate with us. What are they fucking saying? So to me, it looks like these incredibly beautiful like. Coffee mug stains. That's how they talk. They're just all coffee mug stain in the air. Oh, yeah. Coffee mug stain in the air. And she has and they're all intricate and different, you know, and and it's like this like little circular raw shack that they send at you, right? Which which it which exists in a circle because they're the way they think. Now we're under their we're under their language. I just want to get Yes, this is their language. This is how they communicate. So they send smoke signals, ink signals, Mm they're squid. Like. So they ask a question. They'll say, "I am a human." They'll hold a board saying "human," and they go sploosh, and they spray. Right, a Amy Adams will ask, Amy Adams will ask a question of these aliens, and so they will they, answer in this like weird coffee mug circle floating ink block. So she has to learn, and this is actually a fascinating thing. She it has is. to learn exactly what if they know what the word "no" means, <laughs> right? Or if the word "no" actually means "yes" to them. If it's if they're in an ironic culture, we there realize was, there was a ninety nine percent invisible podcast a few. Months ago, 99% Invisible is a great podcast, and uh, they talked about the fact that for nuclear waste, which has a half-life of five or 10,000 years, they have to put warning labels on that we'll understand in 10,000 years. Now, whoa, whoa. when you think about hieroglyphics, right. that was 5,000 years ago, and we yeah. have no idea what what, what, Skull did, what did X. Exactly. Don't do Man it. Man carrying bushel yeah. of wheat, fish, fish, gotta stay away. So there's all these, they're trying to think of these, like, and if they say, do not enter, well, do not enter mean enter. In the future, like, will it be opposites? Like, so Whoa. one of the things they were talking about was they're using right now Edvard Munch's The Scream for warning labels for nuclear radiation fallout shelters. Oh my God. And the reason this. You the, will turn into this person. You will be a melter. We you call will, them. You're either a melter or you're a non melter. <laughs> oh my God, that's sick. Yeah. So, or they could just be like great lovers of art and Dolly and then just be like, this is amazing. Let's open it. <laughs> well, they also said one of the things they do is genetically modify cats. That did Dolly they would do the scream? They, they, no, no do, uh, the scream was Edvard Munch, Edward and the Munch, scream yeah. was actually during 1888, the eruption of Mount Krakatoa. Whoa! So the whole sky was blood red. So if you actually w- look at all the art from 1888, <coughs> the wow. whole year the sky, the sky was, was insane. Yeah, interesting. So that's where the scream. The scream is actually nature screaming. It's not the man, I believe. Uh, it's it's actually you think it's the person, but it's nature screaming at us. Um, I believe. But uh, uh, but sorry, so. They, Could they, be. And they're actually thinking of genetically engineering cats so that they are radiation detectors, so they actually change color or glow green if they get near radiation. And then Wait, who does? Well, the uh, sci- scientists trying to develop warning systems for nuclear facilities. All right, let's talk about it. And what you do is, I was trying to tell, oh, sorry, doesn't matter. So what you do is you teach kids a nursery rhyme, like pussycat, pussycat, glowing bright green, time to stay away, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And you hope that the nursery rhyme outlives language. So, going back to the arrival. Yes, that's how we have to do these things. Dakota because is then my it safe becomes, word. You know, you know what my I'm safe word's Dakota. What'd you say? So, you know my safe word's Dakota. It shuts me up. Dakota. If you say Dakota, I look Dakota? Howdy. Yeah. Okay, what were you even trying to explain? Well, I was trying to explain that, she, as a linguist, she has a very difficult, she has an impossible task because 
even if you learn what their words mean, right, okay. you don't know if they now, mean. Now, the reason so, that their language is circular is because they think outside of space-time as we know it. They are in some, they're traveling in fourth, fifth-dimensional space. They're coming to the third dimension to give us their uh, way of thinking so they will know what it's like to have an entire to know an entire history. So if you're so if you're outside in the fourth dimension staring at our realm of space-time, it looks like this giant flowing song or sculpture, right? Mm-hmm. Where everything exists. All mm-hmm. is happening at, w- at once. It's all, yeah. Right? So this is how they think. Yes. And they try to explain that to her or they try to give that to her. That's their gift to us. This is why it's yeah. beautiful. Well, they mistake and the she, word gift for weapon. But, it, but, okay, so that's the other beautiful thing. It, it it's both because, you know, the pen is mightier than the sword, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? It is a weapon. It's everything. That's what they're trying to. It's like, it, it's like yes. There's many. How do they think? They don't think on one fucking linear level. They think on a circular, many, many dodecahedron, many pocketed level. Well, yeah, that, that, that contains that was everything. Like, what they're saying so it's the most powerful tool in the world, and we think of the most powerful tool in the world as the most destructive. A thermonuclear weapon is the most powerful tool in the world because you can right. remove a remove a country. And they're Whereas like, they're no, the most powerful it's tool in the world. It's, it's language. It's language. It's communication. Yeah, ooh, that's delicious. And isn't that? Yeah. And, so- and then and then over the course of it, she starts to be able to think like them, and it's because of that that she is able to save the day and at the right precise moment give exactly the thing that she needs to say to someone because she has this outside fourth dimensional view of history. Now. And if you look at it on a bigger scale, yes. they always knew like there's two main she aliens. Always no, knew. but though the aliens oh, okay. always knew Abbott was going to die. Mm. And you realize that she knew that as she's her child. Yeah. Oh man, all so, those things. We can talk about all this did stuff. Did you ever see the Andromeda so strain? So sad. It is. Did you ever see the Andromeda strain? I never saw that. I, I mean, highly recommend it. It's yeah, Michael yeah. Crichton basically the opening shot is an entire town, everyone's dead. And a helicopter lands, and these people in these suits, like we had in this movie, yeah. come out. And the whole movie is about four scientists trying to figure out what went wrong. And the strain itself isn't important. What's important is the preparation and what these people do, like getting ready for a big game or getting ready. What you have to do behind the scenes before you even talk to these things, as opposed to most movies where they're like, there's the aliens, fire. This one was all about. We've talked to them twice. This is what we've heard from them. So it's constantly, it's like Jaws, we're just revealing little bits, just these little bits oh, where yeah, now, yeah. so they give you a little bit and they get, so they can basically visit the aircraft in or the, the spaceship in one hour increments or something. So when they go in, they start talking to them and they have a breakthrough and then we spend five minutes sort of discussing what that, what happened. Right. Which is great because so the audience becomes part of the analysis. Yes, we're along for this. And I still didn't know until detective. five minutes left in that freaking movie. I did right. not know. I thought it was gonna be like everything's opposite. They're gonna kill it, you know, kill us all or whatever. Right? No, it was. It was so beautiful on so many levels. I don't know Amy Adams. I haven't watched a lot of really. Amy Adams. She's in a lot. Of- I know. I know. But I've just, I always love her. I've seen some stuff. But if she doesn't get the Academy Award... You think she'll get the Academy Award for this? Oh, well, think about it. She's, I mean, first of all, she's not acting against anything. She's got these big blobs, so they've got a tennis ball and a yeah, stick. You know better so than anybody lovely. else. She's so and she's got to be vulnerable. So, What do you think of Jeremy Renner? Who I thought he was great. Yeah. And I, and I thought he was great in Hurt Locker, but I think that 
Jeremy, Hurt Locker, yeah, oh God. But yeah. Jeremy, you didn't like him in Hurt Locker, you did. No, I loved him in yeah, Hurt Locker. Yeah. Just but Jeremy Renner, I think the they cereal. tried to put him in a like this the 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 uh, the born identity stuff and stuff like that. He's not that person, right? I, in my opinion, I think the reason that we like Jeremy Renner because he's a it, bad boy. Is well, it's be, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's because he's. I think it's because he has. He actually has. No, he has. A, he has a sensitive side. No matter how tough he wants to be on the outside. Yeah. You know what I love? What he did in the town, this was like sealed it for me. He was in the town with Affleck. Mm-hmm. We were talking about him the other day. Yeah. This was, I thought the town was a good movie that, that Affleck did that he directed. Um, Have you watched it lately? Uh, no, I, when I, first, I saw it a couple, to- uh, a couple times when it first came out. Okay. Jeremy Renner, um, you're going to say that one wants to be heat. Anyway, I love this moment where Jeremy <laughs> Renner is he's, he's shot. <laughs> fuck, he's shot, right? I already liked him already from the Hurt Locker, but this sealed it. He was shot, and he's like, guns are flying all over the place. You know, gu- uh, you know, bullets are flying all over the place. He's bleeding out, and he's he's like by a garbage can or something. Hot, you know, ducking for a second, and he sees a, a tipped over, you know, drink. Someone else's drink that they were drinking. You know, with the straw in it. You know, mm-hmm. from Burger King or something. And he he grabs it and drinks. That's a humanizing thing about him. Well, that's he's the in thing. it, man. He's he, drinking. He's getting some fucking energy in order to continue the gunfight. I well, love that. And what I liked about this movie, and I gotta say, I have a real problem with. Uh, I, I have I have a, such a nose for uh, built-in roadblocks where it won't get. Used. <coughs> well, I ain't doing it. Like if you watch the Prometheus, like one of the scientists is like smoking a joint, and you're like, you brought pot. Like, you guys. And he's a contrarian. He's like, nah, man, I think the aliens are fine. Whereas in this movie... Man, you can bring t- pot anywhere. I mean, I can test Well, it. in space, it's all about weight, right? Like, literally they only... They smoke pot in space. Oh. Tons of it! I know. Uh, but literally, they... just blow it out I, the air I, I want to say they've only one person has smuggled something into space. Oh, I don't know about that. It's true, because it's all about weight. There's like, pictures on the internet of these guys with bush, bushels of ganja. You They're mean the, the Sidonians? There. No, not the Sidonians. Welcome to They're the Sidonians. They're on the Russian space... I'm sure, pretty sure they're on. Um, they're uh, yeah, they're up there because, you know, you're out of the jurisdiction, like, man. Costs, you're you're in like, like pirate territory. It's like a million dollars a pound to bring something into they space. They growed it. They, they grew that it. may have happened. So let me tell you something. Because the Russians are famous for their pot smoking. For oh yeah, they are. Well, I think it's vodka. They're like here. We are out of the. We are out of the fatherland. Is it fatherland or motherland? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's grow weed. <laughs> Remember, they're watching this Russian documentary. Like whenever I have to do it, you know, you always have a trigger sentence when you do an accent. You know. Yeah. Like when I do Scottish, I do train spotting. How can it be armed robbery with a replica? So what's your Russian? My Russian is uh, is a nature show, and he goes, it was about marmosets. He's like marmosets. These- <laughs> These funny little creatures hide along crevices <laughs> in cliff face. Hide along <laughs> crevices in cliff face. Your that. mama said is quite attractive. <laughs> I sound sort of like Dracula's cousin, <laughs> Ivan. Uh, uh, one, one, really, one really uh, funky uh, mama uh, said. So what did you think of uh, Forrest Whitaker being in this awesome sci-fi movie as I well? I thought Forrest Whitaker was fantastic. He's everywhere. Except he was, a, like, you literally couldn't hear what he was saying. He pulled it too small. Oh. I thought he was fantastic. As fantastic as he was in this, he was that not fantastic in Rogue One. But he was great. <laughs> I love him whenever he does. Rogue One! Anybody that can have, like, an eye like that and just be like, no, nope, I'm making it work. I don't fault anyone's, anyone's career. That man, congratulations, because he's, you know, a lot of people are like, I have Two eyes, and I'm a good actor. He's wait. Is the eye fake? Oh, I I, I thought it was just a I droopy see, eyelid. Well, maybe I don't know. I, I mean, let's put it this way: like it's the, he's you know, there's very few people that can get that. What if it's like a thing that he does, where it's just like he's like it's like I'm he my takes eye ready. a little, <coughs> he, yeah, he like puts a, like a little like weird like 
putty on his eye. Well, no, I heard that what they what they keeps it down. He's just like what? And what they did you got the part. You got the part. I heard what they did in Star Trek is that they changed his eye, right? Yeah, they did a reverse CGI. They fixed it. What did you think of Stool Barge in this? Stool Barge? Who's Stool Barge? <laughs> you know Michael Stool Barge? No, I love that name, though. Yeah, he was... Like, that, that's obviously somebody was, who wrote it, who was, like, in, he's the, been in, in the Dutch canals, of, and, they, <laughs> and they picked up shit from your... Oh, from your, no. Where, it's a Stool Barge. He's a very good actor. So I'm not saying he's not. I know, it's oh, a, you're the name Michael is unfortunate. Sheen? No, not Michael Sheen. No, 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 no. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, Michael Sheen's in the other film. No, no, no. I'm Michael, talking about... Is there somebody's last name is Stoolbarge? Yeah. And their agent didn't go, hey, what do you think about Smith? He was like, fuck you, I'm owning it. I'm a stool he was, and a barge. Uh, I'm a stool barge. He was in the Coen Brothers movie, uh, Serious Man. He's the main character, Stoolbarge. Oh, right. Right, yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> the movie based on Schrodinger's cat, right? Oh, what's that? Yeah, isn't that based on uh, Schrodinger's cat? Isn't that isn't that what uh, Simple Man is? Oh, no idea. I believe it is. Yeah. Is it ser- Serious Man or a Simple Man? Serious Man, sorry. Serious Man. So, Stu Barge, who I love because I was on uh, in in uh, Spelling Bee when he was in The Pillow Man. Okay, so he got a Tony Award uh, f- when I got a Tony Award. I think that's how it worked out. So then, Michael Feces Boat. My yes, his name is Feces Boat. Stool Barge. Stool Barge. Yeah. So then he went on to do oh, all sorts of amazing shit. He he was in the what did you just say? He get beaten up in school with a name like Stool Barge. I know, poor guy. It's so, like my name's Bill Daggett. It's like oh oh, you didn't think to change that, Daggett. I'm just making that up, but I'm saying like, if you got a name, it's that easy to pick on. Sorry, like Schmegma. So then, um, <laughs> that'd be a prettier. That'd be Ronald Schmegma at your service. I'm owning it, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Everybody down. The second G is silent, so it's actually. <laughs> okay. Hey, is K here? Hey, are they here? Is K? Yes, here? they are. My okay, holding should... an imaginary you know, okay. camera. So, so Stoolbarge was also. Um... Oh, I thought he was actually the closest thing they had to a villain, and I hate villains who are like in a rival. Do the wrong thing. Yeah. But yeah. he actually, all that's of his it, motivations that's... were superb. He was excellent. I thought he was great. Yeah. And uh, he was all his motivations were superb Empire. until he pulled a gun on her, which I thought was... He's a... had some funky parts because he was also in Doctor Strange as, like, the schmuck doctor. Was he? Oh, yeah. The guy who was just, like, there for Cumberbatch to be like, get the fuck out of the way you're doing it wrong. I'm even worse than you. So, um, no, st- uh, anyway. So let's move on to the next movie. Hey, I guys, you want to come in? great. And I thought that movie was excellent, and I highly, highly recommend it. Five out of five bitchy Dwaynes. Okay, so... <laughs> well, you can move Welcome. Like, to shorten the floor. Announce yourself. Hey, guys, announce yourselves, you beautiful this people. This is Kay, a.k.a. That's not going to go far enough, brother. Ganja Girl. The Ganja Girl has arrived, finally. Here. She's one episode late, but she's here. That's how she rolls. Um, and this? how you doing, brother James? Hey, James. Announce your full big. self. Uh, James Vogel. How's it going? Your last name is... Vogel. Vogel. Yeah. And you're on the Dan Fogler experience. Yeah. So Vogel and so your your last name is Bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So Fogler is Birdman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So we get the Bird and the Birdman here. I'm Birdman. What and Hill is obviously I'm Birdman. <laughs> hill is hill. Uh, I think it's Dutch for Hill. Uh, yeah, not, not a great name. What's your last name, darling? Dinsdale. Dinsdale. So, well, that's the greatest name. Dinsdale! Dinsdale, get in here! Dinsdale, I want a piece in your shield on my desk now, Dinsdale. Not Dinsdale. five seconds ago, Dinsdale. Right now, Dinsdale. Don't slam my door, Dinsdale. Hey, Jack walked in. How's it and going? And I told uh, Dan that we had a great idea for this movie. And wait, do we... Wait, he, do won't we talk, he won't talk about it. Okay. He didn't want to talk about it. I want to talk about it while everyone's here. Just, you know. Yep. But uh, I think we were we could have gone on for hours. I think we literally should write this. I totally do. You had some great <laughs> ideas too. Get some great ideas within ten minutes. 
we had a we had a better movie. way better movie. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, it's so good. It's it like so good. The... When we tell it to you, it's like it's pretty cool. <laughs> so, but I never thought about that when I was watching the movie. I just thought it was like, oh man, this mechanic really wants to get laid, and apparently he's not great at masturbating. This mic isn't working really. <laughs> Shutting down the Fogler. How long is this gonna take? Three. Like ten two, seconds. Ten whole one. seconds. There should be a plug right there. Damn it. What I would do for a wormhole expansion. There you go, Dan. Device. Have some wormhole. What's that? It's a wormhole. It's, it's, a it's wormhole written on the side, whatever it is. Uplifting and happy. Oh, mine all got crickly. Mine all got prickly. It got crickly. Did you step got... on something? Did you pull a wire there? Hello. Mine suddenly got prickly. Oh, uh-oh. Is yours making a weird sound, too? Hey, um... No, I don't. Jackie? Jack? Yeah. Are we recording? We are. Is James on? Hello. James, can you count? James, can you count? Can One, you, two, three. It's turned so you I can't can, count much higher than three. It's not even plugged in. Why is it just oh. hanging there? No, it's plugged in. Don't confuse him. It's plugged in. Oh, it is. Where's the separate <laughs> This is just an extra part. Somebody here. give that man a nipple because he is doing that a lot. <laughs> what does that mean? My little job. You're you're playing. You're twiddling with electronics. Twiddling with it. Somebody get him something. To How do I with. start this thing up, man? You push a button. Oh, I see the button. Oh, you inhale. Stop. Okay, what suck, am I, no, so what are we sponsored oh, by suck, right now? Suck, suck, suck. Stop, I didn't, oh, I stop yelling suck. <laughs> well, because some people, some people are like, I'm going to hold the button in for five seconds, I and then I'm going to go, it. it's like, I'm what? Asking you're, you what you're I'm priming a lawnmower? I'm asking you what, um, <laughs> what's, what we're sponsored by today. Oh, this one's not me. Squirrels. Oh, look at me. Hyper-intelligent squirrels. Oh, you're coming in and out there, mister. You're going to no, have I'm to fine, it's fine, it's perfect. We're going into scissor formation. Uh, all right, you guys talk amongst We were talking yourselves. about that reincarnation. Oh, what show? What movie were you saw? Passengers. We all saw that today. Um, I was pleasantly, pleasantly, pe- pleasantly surprised. I because thought, yeah. it had like a thirty something on Rotten Tomatoes. So I went in there thinking it was going to be sh- a shitstorm. And I love Chris Pratt. He's my buddy. Uh, one of my buddies. Um, and uh, I was happy to see um, him doing. Uh, some uh, dramatic work, and uh, so yes, talk amongst yourselves while I take this hit up. What am I smoking? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't read the label, I guess. Well, you don't even know what you're smoking, man. Uh, um, dang. I thought I was gonna know what the hell I'm smoking, and here we are with some beautiful fucking people, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, let's talk about passengers. Um, uh, James, tell me what you thought of this movie. Uh, you're you're someone who. Spelunks in the world of uh, astral props and ast- large props too. Astral projection. Oh, I, oh, sorry. Uh, I was going in one direction, um, and uh, so uh, I was wondering what you thought of this particular space journey. Um, Tapping to you. You seen anything like that on your uh, adventures? Yeah, occasionally. Um, you know, I'm I'm out in deep space for a year and a half, and I I have to ask myself. It's still down. The microphone is still down. The microphone. Maybe um, the shark is working. You know the Jaws documentary. The shark is working. The, the shark, shark is, is working. working. 
<laughs> so uh, there you were. Can you get Robert Shaw from the bar? The sharks are in. So every day we're sweating our asses. <laughs> this is Richard Dreyfus, yeah. by the way. I was in Jaws, you know. I've only told this story 3,000 times <laughs> in the last five minutes. So there we were. We're on set. I'm eating a hamburger. I'm teaching this woman how to do the cha-cha because nobody is working. Suddenly we hear on the loudspeaker, the shark is working, the shark is working. And then suddenly, you know what happened? The shark works. The next thing I know, I was at the premiere. Oh, is this the documentary? <laughs> yes, oh. yes. I'll do my impression. Oh, it was, Oprah drives the boat, chief. <laughs> 25. Over. Over. I'm not catching some Tommy Gills down by the board. I'm talking. Sharks. It's like a dog. You got city hands. Suddenly you're sitting there on the bow of your ship, and all of a sudden you hear this high pitched squealing, and you're looking around wondering what it is, and it's you. You're like, oh, this water's like ice. It's like ice. Oh, great. Now we're being eaten by sharks. Mondays, am I right, people? Hey, are we rolling on this shit? No. Yes, we are. No idea. Yes, we are. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, that's why Jaws was almost called Mondays. What? Because <laughs> it was such a rotten day. Oh, the shark's eating me. Mondays. It's just another manic. So let's talk about that. You wrote that, right? For one second. Let's talk. Isn't that, well, your that mic was is Prince, right? Can you share with her while we talk about this? Yeah. That was Prince who wrote Manic Monday. Did he? Yeah. Oh, was that's that? Good for him. Um, yes. So wrote, finish yeah. your thought about what you're... Th- so you have astrally projected. You've gone out into the uh, astral plane. Mm-hmm. And you and I, I've heard um, that there's certain things called like like star fields. and Or you can, you can travel anywhere. You can travel up to a satellite and look at the serial number. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So where have you gone? Um, for me, it was on my ceiling, and then, pa- <laughs> and then past that, it, the uh, I have a beam that runs across the, the top <laughs> of my ceiling, and it shot into my face, and then shot away into infinity, and I was Whoa. in in universe. And uh, I don't know if you've seen on the the cover of. Um, Meditation or uh, chakra yeah. books, the, all the chakras lined up. Yes. There's the flame, and then behind them is the cosmos. I, it seemed like I wasn't the first one that's ex- that's a, that's discovered the ah they the, were the, right. since this sensation of this because I've seen it in illustrations like Alex Gray has painted it. And... So you saw that? Yeah, yeah. Did you see it before the illustration? No, no. Bef- I mean, have you seen the illustration? Because you see the illustration, it, you know, it's space. It's a, it's not. A, it wasn't an illustration. It's it's what I felt, and someone was il- had illustrated it. It's it felt like I could feel the chakras. A person Aligning. was a person was working with me for three years to get this alignment to happen, and then he he himself didn't know when it was going to happen. He just said after it had happened, uh, "Welcome," you know. Um, Whoa. Okay. And they were just kind of like helping me, you know, like hold the space for this to happen kind of like splunking where you have a person who's got a line and allows you to safely breathe into you know through fear and all kinds of things that keep us locked in our bodies kind of you know um i think a lot of people are sequestered into quadrants of their bodies they don't even know how to leave their brain for example you know to walk you know just like i feel a lot of people are very, live very confined lives that they're pinned, like painted into a corner, if you will, you know. 
so that this kind of the when I had my first profound experience, I was fl- flying in cosmos. I thought I had been spared a death. It was weird because the f- first thing that happened was I was concerned about those that I cared about, thought, I, thought that I would never get to see them again or whatever. Mm. I felt the karmic connection I had with them, I thought that that wasn't over yet, you know, like, this isn't fair. But the guy that was guiding me said, relax, you'll see them again. I said, okay, I don't know if you to figure this out. And I let go. And as soon as I let go, my physical body sprang off the mattress and I... I became awake and I realized that I had woken up into a totally different paradigm. I made a paradigm shift. Like I was no longer two dimensional. I, my whole life had become another, like had an added dimension to it. I don't know how to explain So how do you, so how do you, how do you watch a movie like Passengers and just, just not bust out laughing, just be like, this is meaningless bullshit, yes. all these people walking around trying to recreate this, like, feeling that I, you know, at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we were just talking about Arrival, where it was basically all about aliens giving us the language of being able to look at, step outside of space-time so they can see all of it at once, mm-hmm. as like a sculpture or song mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. So how do you? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever, you guys have ever done ayahuasca or DMT or yeah. you know had these experiences on the astral plane, which they talk about you know in in, in Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, you know. I felt was more like that. No, like it's like a ten minutes of like Doctor Strange is yeah. They tried to... Doctor Strange like for ten minutes he's traveling through space. Like, yeah, he's, the, he's, he's well, no, he's, he's traveling through. Well, he's traveling through a the many veils and, and yeah. many planes of existence through a, fa- a fractal, like far more than this fractal film. universe. Like, yeah. this, film, this film space is a no, backdrop. I, I, what I'm trying, what I'm talking about is that when you traverse the astral plane, you're basically, you know, you're a, an astronaut. You know, you mm-hmm. are tethered to your physical form, just like you know Chris Pratt and she was tethered to their spaceship hurtling through fucking you know the the cosmos mm-hmm. and i'm just trying to like I, I just was wondering what it was like for for an actual cosmic spelunkerer here james to mm-hmm. see a movie like passengers and it, it's all green screens everyone's trying to like you know it, make, I I it is married. it is uh, that very th- same thing cuz it's like this isolation a lot of times to get to splunking is a, it is a meditation it is uh, isolation and um you know this the things that are that were meta about this film were those kinds of things of dealing with yourself facing yourself facing your deepest fears like am i going to off this woman's life and i don't want to give any uh any anything away by saying anything but you know, am I going to off someone's life just so I can have a, you know, a companion? Well, we give spoilers. Spoilers are no problem. Okay. Spoiler alert. Guess what? If you haven't seen Passengers now, you're uh, probably not going to. Yeah. No, no. It, it, there are fucking spoilers all over the, the 4D experience because we're all up in your face and because we're on the 4th dimension. It's actually the 4th D is a spoiler. It, the 4th dimension. It's we're a living spoiler. Here, we're outside of space-time looking at this movie and it's already happened, you know? Have you is... seen the arrival yet? Oh no, arrival. I haven't seen it. Uh, I think that I think you that should, man. You would love it. You would love it. Uh, I think everyone I don't know, should I'm, see I'm, it. I tell you, <clears throat> I think it's, I think it's all fascinating. And I've it. done, I've done, you know, DMT, and I've done whatever the uh, salvia. I've done ayahuasca. That just sounds like it's a, just a 
like I wouldn't just do anything a... I liked for that much fun for that for much time. It's like twelve hours or something, right? It's like a horror, like just like no, not necessarily. I had no, an interesting whatever. experience. With I don't it. know. I wouldn't. I, if you said let's drink for twelve hours, I'd be like, well, that feels like a lot of drink. I think that. So well, I don't you, like to do anything. For well, the 12 thing hours. about the thing about DMT, like that's like a race. <laughs> the thing think about DMT is that. It already exists inside your head. It, it's there in large quantities when you're born, when you die. And I don't you fault s- people for doing it. Just listen, I didn't okay. say anything. When you sleep at night. So I, I think that uh, it's already there, you uh-huh. know, and it's it's there for a reason. And uh, I think that it does, I think I, it behooves the entire human race to actually have an experience. Have you done salvia? Where they feel like, no, but where they feel like they're connected, one with the universe, or at least... They feel like that, you know, that what it's that you could talk about. Oh, I feel like a one drop of water in the entire ocean, but we're so connected because it's all ocean. I'm gonna assume you've done, but we're all drops of water. We kind of are, but you don't know what that's like until you actually fucking feel like a fucking pl- drop of water, I mean, you or you feel yeah. like a goddamn planet or something. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what ayahuasca does for you. It really well, it helps I, you feel that. Yeah. So does salvia, and it lasts ten minutes. Oh, okay. Well, so does right? DMT, and it lasts three seconds. That's something. what I said. Yeah. They can smoke. So I'm you, saying like I'm saying like you, I can get that feeling. Salvia is as, as far a, as I know. The I have a friend who took salvia though, and he he, had a, he had a crisis. Like he's not that he lives in a van, yeah. and uh, mm. he had a wife, well, had a swimming pool, yeah. he left a job, left everything. One salvia experience. I will no. I won't take it just because. Oh, of you've it. never taken salvia? No. Oh my goodness! You've got to do it. You've got to do it. I don't think. I'm do you not know why? Because, because I've heard only weird things. It lasts for 15 it's, seconds. Like, no, it lasts for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 20 minutes. It's over. You never. This is fascinating. I got to tell you, this is a fascinating, fascinating thing because it's what the it's what the shaman take in Oaxaca, Mexico, right? It's a it's part of the mint family. It's a mint plant. They basically snuck one out in the mid late 70s. They snuck one plant out. It's a very rare plant, and basically, you smoke this stuff. It, Tastes like a burning plastic garbage bag, but you never feel high. <laughs> in that, yeah. But it sounds wonderful. Immediately, <laughs> if I could describe it. Let's do it. Okay. I'm there. No, I got it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm taking it over. It doesn't matter. You can't even tell you're on anything. It no. smells like, it well, you tastes can't... like burning shit. Yeah. Doesn't make you high at all. So nope. you're, you're tripping, but... but you don't know you're tripping, basically, is what oh. you're saying. That's well, what I'm saying is you're never actually. You're, you, what you do is it just drops a veil and you see the universe. Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh, like and you're well, never high. And like hold DMT. on, DMT yeah. does that too. You can do that. I've done DMT. You have, mm-hmm. and you smoke it in like uh, like a cigarette or something, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and right. Um, someone had a DMT pen on the it's Don not even, Peyote. Not, not even that close. It's not even close to what happened with Salvia you. Salvia well, is listen, the listen. real deal. No, 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 but listen. Like, you feel like this is exactly... Like people you, have you, had that on DMT, and your experience could be well, totally no, different. I, know, I totally get it. Read, 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 you should look up, get, Google Salvia, the, uh, nouns to describe Salvia. Well, hold on, I just want to talk about passengers for a second. Okay. Let's talk about... We got off topic, but sorry. But I know. That's, that's the one where you feel like Do you, you know exactly where you are in the universe, you realize... Hey, you see sweetheart, the this movie got 30-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you think it deserved that, going in? I mean, it wasn't the best. There are a lot of little predictable things, I think, throughout it. Um, and I'm just so used to Chris Pratt not being so serious. And then there was just, like, constant solutions to, like, easy problems. Like, first of all, why didn't they wake up the rest of the crew as soon as Gus showed up and fixed everything ASAP? 
Oh, I yeah. mean, and that's then I'm sure eventually one <laughs> of them. Why didn't they wake everybody up to begin with and say, like, everybody who's got an engineer license? That's, yeah, well, yeah, there are a lot of little plots. Okay, and then so... suddenly, and then the, bu- the not the butler, the, yeah. the barman was just like suddenly like bomb drop. Like, there was no reasoning for him to be that. Oh, yeah, the reason he did that was. But because... I guess robots have no morals, or do they? I well, don't they know. take said... everything literally. They don't understand right. that. They can they program robots for everything. They can't especially lie. Especially a bartending robot is impossible to lie. Well, but, but what happened was. <laughs> it's such it's a ridiculous thing. She should have figured when he made the Chrysler building that something she should have oh, yeah, that's that was kind of creepy yeah, he's like I know how much she loves the Chrysler all. building she's like actually we were discussing he's like I everyone loves the Chrysler you. building so but, with, he, but the bartender the bartender he, he dropped the ball because well he brought, he literally gave four for, sentences of exposition to, to go to the next no, no, part no. of the story he what said, happened was he's, it's a fictional relationship contrived by him no but Chris basically <laughs> says well, there, that's over no no Chris basically Chris Pratt's character she used her journalism skills I don't even know what the fuck his name was but what he says is, um, he Jim. says, uh, uh, she says, uh, there's no, she says, there's no secrets between us. He says it. She says it. There's no secrets between us. And and the bartender says, oh, is that so? And then Pratt oh, so he says, took it little... you heard the lady. So the, lady he basically it. gave her the, gave him the key to say, oh, well, there's I no secrets Well, I understand why he did it. I'm just trying to But I that think point. that you set her up as a journalist, at least have her, make her an investigative journalist too or something, and have her figure it out. That's have her go, yeah. have her go, oh, why'd you make me the Chrysler building? So and the question I was. And he says, he says some saying, so he question. calls her like a nickname that she was called when she was a kid or something. So the like question. Yeah. So we yeah, there's a, a lot of clues version. that she yeah. could have figured out. So the question that I asked was, do you think it deserved fucking 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. No, I thought it was beautifully shot. Okay, I thought great. the sets were amazing. That's what I was going to talk about, the sets, because I know that you're into large props and things like that. You said, I think, James, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one thing, when James and I walked out, I have to tell you this. So this guy, we thought about, we thought about this on the way out. So I said, this guy, he gets the woman out. She finds out. She, wait, explain in detail. So, so, okay, what happens is he, he's there. The 5,000 people are traveling to a new planet to colonize it. Uh, one of the and they're in pods they're for 120 years and 30 years in one of the pods opens up it's Chris Pratt because the ship is damaged because the ship is damaged it's hit by a meteor and after a year a little over a year he decides to open a pod for a woman that he's been kind of obsessing over he thinks she's beautiful he reads he follows up on he her whole life nuts. he goes a little nuts so then he wakes her up and then they date for about a year and then it, uh, the the bartender the bartender b- robot. Because I think the bartending robot would be one of the first ones we actually build as a spe- as a species. Like, you know, that's what's actually going to happen. And I'm like, I can't see them blowing a cover like that. But Why he- are you even on for 90 years rubbing glasses? I mean, I'm the only one on board here. Exactly. Whoa, so, how so did you make that we- sound? With your penis? <laughs> so, so, that was your mouth? Jesus, dude. So, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, there's like literally two-hour CDs of squeaking glasses. <laughs> No, bring it Dwayne. He's got a million different squeaking glasses. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> At least you listen to his dolphins, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Ah, oh, he's so I do parrots. So I did a show with a, where I was playing a parrot, which is kind of fun, because you don't want to be too good at your English. You want to be like, I finish what you were saying before. <laughs> finish what you were saying. <laughs> so, what about this? So, she finds... So, so what about this? She, they, they're falling in love. He, she doesn't still doesn't know that he's woken her up. Yeah. But then she goes to... A room she's not supposed to, and in that room is a dead woman. I get it. So he's been like, he's like, so he's been waking up and murdering people. So he wakes up, he wakes up people. Yeah. And she's like, what a lovely garden. Why is this garden? He obsesses one by one 
one by one. And James's up. great, great, maybe, great idea was that maybe he started next when he time, was... Maybe next time it'll be different. That's sick, And then they, they find out, and then they piss him off, and then he, then he like, no, that's it. And then he just, like, sick. flushes them out into deep space or, or yeah. makes yeah, them, like, sex doll or something. Or chases them or whatever. Yeah. But, like, literally there could be... He could have gone through hundreds of people. Like, there could be rooms that are full of... And what your suggestion was, like, what if he was, like, the eight-year-old grand... Like, he started when he was, like... A kid. He was an eight-year-old, and like the, the first, his awake. first playmate Whoa, fell dude. off a balcony and died, and so now That's he knows constant death. But wild, he, but now man. he's fifty, and he's still an eight-year-old, and, and he kills. So Jennifer Lawrence finds out. And she can't confront him because but he's also he's Groundhog been, Day. So he's had all this time to become yeah. the Plus greatest guy in the world. Plus, he has to keep waking up older and older and older women because he keeps getting older and older and older and older. Yeah, and older. Well, yeah. well yeah, That's exactly. But I'm crazy. Thinking, like, but, but was, they would find she, the pods and be like, "Where are all these people?" Well, no, because she, she, he, 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 he says we don't go to the well, whatever. He just he, he gets them, you know. He, um, listen, you've got an eternity to figure out where to put. They the got jettisoned. Yeah, yeah. Let's, by ins- let's inspect all the pods. You know? Oh, every tenth pod trip. is empty. That's the way it is. Right. <laughs> it's like that's right, just right. you know. Like, he could just reprogram the whole damn. He could thing. do everything, and he'll be smooth, right? He'll be like, "Hey, teach me French," yeah. you know, and then he'll kill her, and then he goes and wake another one up, and he's like, "Oh, I spoke in French." But yeah, it'll be like Groundhog's Day. He'll know piano. Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. But then it doesn't go well, right? She thinks she's onto him, but she can't say anything to him because if she knows, if he, if she knows that if that people have caught him before, and he's wise to this, so she's got to figure out a plan. So I said she should start poisoning him, and he gets weaker and weaker. You know what I mean? And what did you guys, what did you guys think of Chris Pratt? Because you guys said that you, who said, someone said this that they usually see him being being a dick. Right? Well, I've only seen two Which movies with, with, with Chris Pratt. I saw... I remember... Uh, I saw... Well, the last one I saw was Magnificent Seven with okay. you. And, and you thought he was op- being a dick. In the opening <laughs> scene of Magnificent <laughs> Seven, he's yeah. playing cards okay. with a gentleman who's missing an eye. Okay. And he tells a lot of you've got one eye kind of puns. Like, keep an eye on your cards. I guess you can keep an eye on your winnings. Like, oh, you're... you're Somebody with a disability. Like, and I think you're the... You, I think you, he was trying to bait him. Yeah, but you can't make... Got... Making fun of somebody's disability? Just to <laughs> like maybe he lost gonna, his eye. That's and... baiting me. Well, hold on. What <laughs> if the guy? Him. What if? What if? Like I think to myself, like, can't we what make... if I know that you lost that eye in a gunfight? That was that was. I think if you're been... in the audience, you have one eye. You're gonna be like that. I'm, I don't want to see the rest. So of you this judge. Movie. You judge the entire I character. I think it's low hanging once. fruit to make fun of a disability. And let's face it, and he did... they wrote it in the script. They had to spend four hours in makeup covering this guy's actual okay, eye. Okay, okay, never mind about that. Sorry. So it's okay. <laughs> and he did beat the shit out of a paraplegic with his own leg. You know. When was in that? In Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, you know, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I, 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 I thought he was pretty cool. In <laughs> well, that was his big. <laughs> I, mean, play. I forgot about that, but yeah, that's true. See, I know him from Take Me Home Tonight, and which in a movie where he played a hysterical fucking dick. He was like this alpha male asshole, which was fantastic. <laughs> I got to and Dan and I spent five minutes talking. I said, I don't think actors play too far from time. Well, listen to me. Like, you don't go, oh, that no, was been Bruce no. Willis he, for the last hour? Actually, if, I, don't I know, listen. I'm sure he's a nice guy. The t- he's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. The, the time I spent with him, we spent a lot of time hanging out on that set. And yes, doing well, all sorts you know, of things. Like, it was like, uh, you call this orange juice? That was a party movie, man. It was a big party movie. So it was a great, we had a great time on that fucking set. So I'll I got bet. to know him. He'd be I an got, awesome guy to hang out with. He was a great guy to hang out with. Um, so anyway. As long as you've got two eyes. What does that mean? Oh, like, my like, hey, hey, let's go to this party. Keep an eye on me. Because he's got one. Because he, what? Well, because he made fun of the guy with one eye. Oh. <laughs> you're still on that? Well, it was pretty bold. It was his you, You're the only one thinking about it. Well, you're the only one that left. I'm sorry. I guarantee yeah. you're the only one that left the movie theater going, man, a poor guy with hurt his feelings. I felt the, the same eye? way. Will Smith now that I in... think of it, you do have a 
drifting uh, eye. Well, it's a bit lazy. You it's have a drifting eye. They're too lazy eye. eyes. Will Smith made fun of the uh, Kenneth Brown in the wheelchair. And Wild Wild West it still sticks with Whitaker me. I'm like, you so can't much. make fun of somebody in a wheelchair. That's why Forrest Whitaker is your Low hanging fruit. I do love Forrest Whitaker. Anyways, go ahead. So Chris Pratt is a nice guy. I'm trying to think of the other okay, movie I've seen. So he, he was, was also in. in a movie called... Um, what was the one where they were able to fling bullets at people? W- wanted or wanted? Was he wanted? He was the he was the dick boyfriend wanted. He mm. was an asshole. He was also hysterical in that. Um, and he's also kind of a. He also plays a listen. <laughs> he, was, he was in Jurassic Park. Oh, that's yeah, the other that's one. The, yeah. He wasn't yeah, a dick yeah, yeah. in that. Oh, he was a. Yeah. He thought he yeah. was a dick. Well, yeah, he's, he's saving everybody's ass in that. Well, I mean, I, I guess I think the that, character that's like, the character does, but it didn't save you know. Wasn't he like with the with the? Wasn't it pretty sexist with the kind of the woman like with with Bryce Dallas Howard? Like he wasn't, wasn't he like PC wasn't he like here. hey lady I'm repairing a, a motorcycle? Well, it's not. I mean, do you really have to be sexist in a Jurassic Park movie? Like it's like we've got no choice. Every version of the script we write is pretty sexist. It's like ah, it's just dinosaurs. Let's do this. You know, it's like but he was just hanging out with dinosaurs the whole time. I don't think he was able so to. He's strapping people. laser beams to uh, well, wasn't it laser beams or mind control devices to raptors' <laughs> heads? Oh, that was. Really I just uh, was it called? It's called uh, Pratt keeping or whatever. Where you do that? Where they Pratt keeping? Yeah, where you where you uh, where, where, where you do the thing that he because he, he silenced he his... silenced three so we have people well, doing it. Named after. They have people doing it with like uh, like a guy will have babysitting three babies and I'll have a thing and it'll be like that. And they, it's called like Pratt keeping. Pratt, like the Pratt whisperer. Whisper Pratt whisperer. Yeah. Holding them I, off. I doing like a thing like the me. Punisher yeah, does yeah. with his fingers. He like puts like his his like, oh, right here. like middle sure. fingers on the on like a dog's eyes and calms them down. Anyway, what the I'm fuck are we just talking about? Chris we, Pratt and how great he is. So I love Chris Pratt. He could do no wrong by me. Um, but uh yeah, he. I liked seeing him in this movie. Um, I liked seeing him go through a it's, lot of the. Uh, it's Pratt keeping. More angsty, <laughs> angsty. Mo- really? It looks so. It's there, Pratt there, there is Pratt keeping. Yeah, That's so weird. It's named after him. So no, what we're talking think? about. How do you explain this moment? So. It's when you hold your hand out to what he does Dan, to Dan the Raptors, Rush. and they and they call. Oh my God! It's named after him, <laughs> dude. He's wait a minute. He's based on that guy. No, they're all doing it because he did it in the movies. So oh, everybody does I it see. now. There's guys who do it for... Oh, wow. <laughs> it's named after <laughs> Pratt? Yeah, like three turtles. Stop it. It's named after Pratt? It's called Pratt Keeping. Hold on. Look, look at the baby. Oh, did, are you bullshitting me? No, it's called Pratt Keeping. It's named after Chris. Yeah, it's called Pratt Keeping. It's like Google. I Googled Pratt Keeping. You call, you, the the, the look, thing there. holding look, off the beast with your, with, your, with your chi... What does that say? It says Pratt Keeping. Yeah. Because Pratt of keep- Jurassic fucking Park? Yeah, Pratt Keeping. Know your meme. Wow, that guy yeah. has that guy has fucking Look, burst through the stratosphere. He's got shit named after him. You didn't see any of it, did you? I'm so sorry. I felt like That's you like, oh, no, you, you okay. pulled a Pratt, man. All right, what does Edwin that mean? I held off down. five tigers with my with was my chi. A baby holding out three chickens there. It was cute. Nice, <laughs> man. That was cute. Pratt keeping. Those chickens can get. I even got my awesome. little brother a Chris Pratt from Jurassic Park jacket for Christmas. Is so, it really? That's yeah. so cool. Oh, and all the new Guardians of the Galaxy. You're a cool big so sister. His obsession with Chris Pratt has leaked over to me got pretty hard. Thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fucked. That's fucked. What did you think of? Um, well, how about how about Lawrence Fishburne coming in at the end of the game and just pushing it over <laughs> with three just, whales. 
Stop it. Stop it. I'm talking about Lawrence Fishburne right now. Fuck the whales. So Lawrence P- Fishburne comes out in the movie. They can't see it. It's a, it's a, it's radio. They can't see what you're looking at. I know. So then Fishburne comes back out at the end of the movie. He's the captain of the ship. He's just like, oh, I got hypernation sickness. I'm only here to give you some plot points so I can exactly. die. Three I just people, want to die in peace. Three people wake up in the movie. I peed twice, and I missed two of the waking ups. I come back, she's out of the thing, and I come back, and he's out of the thing, and he's sick as a dog. I don't know what happened. And then Andy Andy Garcia, everyone's like, hey, here's Andy Garcia, and he doesn't say a damn thing. He just looks up in the air and says, wow, they built a forest in this ship. You remember the the way Dangerous Minds, Dangerous Minds with Michelle Pfeiffer, Andy Garcia played her husband, and before they released it theatrically, they completely cut his part out. Like wow. they excised, they excised any reference to her husband. I'm like, huh. can you imagine that you're in that much of a feature film? And it's like, oh, I, uh, my character didn't work. We can't even just have me for a shot. Huh? She was completely excised from the film. Well, sometimes it's just easier to extras. I want to say Charlie Sheen was completely cut from his entirely from his first film too. Michael Sheen, or maybe Grizzly too. What do you think of Michael Sheen in this movie? He's the bar t- uh, barkeep. Well, you know, they say it, the the most important part of a story is the arc. Look at the chickens. Stop it. What well, he, he's, he's a robot. He's an android. He doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't change as a character. I mean. Oh, I see. He's I just see. there for a spoiler and to move the plot along. You know, what he reminded me of. It reminded me of The Shining, and didn't. That's, yes. Well, that's exactly. What I'm sure, but in the set went. Uh, yeah. Should we say something? Yeah, yeah. Are you? Because this is like an old style yeah. night. Like, does anybody want to? Does it? Do people want to drink at a bar that looks like that? Like, that's is why that I where wish, you want to drink? That's, that's oh, why really, I was yeah. hoping that mo- they would do more with this film. You know, I was an homage to Kubrickian. I was hoping they would pull the, you know, the, yeah. the flip the script and then flip it again. And then, yeah, oh, cool. They're referencing The Shining. Oh, this guy's Well, I thought the ship was going to start shit. attacking them. Yeah, or something. You know what I mean? I thought, like, the ship was going to malfunction. And, that's and... another great angle. I've, yeah. Well, there was the no The ship becoming sentient. They say that's actually the greatest non-nuclear threat to civilization I is robot? computers becoming sentient. Yeah. It's like, a four, it's, a, it's like a was that 4% chance or something. There's a thing called the Global Threat Index. Guys, we did, I think we did a beautiful job. Even though we were late, we're a bunch of potheads. We kept on time. Uh-huh. It's the new year. Yeah, it's a great day. It's a I great day. I enjoyed that movie thought more than I thought I would. Are you, I, I enjoy the movie a lot more. I, I love. I give it a fifty percent. I'm I, not going to give it a fucking thirty. I, thought, I, I would. No, I, I would give the, it more. I think the sets. Thank you. What would you give? Amazing. It? I would say six point five. Really? Yeah, because I care. I, I actually I cared about Jennifer Lawrence, but I always do. You, she's so good. She's very sweet. Yeah. And um and I didn't mind Chris Pratt in this. I didn't think he was that bad a guy. I totally understand the justification for waking somebody up because you're like, oh, I just thought maybe you could help me. Oh, you're a writer. I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you'd be like a chemical engineer or something, you know, with that slim yet busty engineer body. And uh, I just <laughs> cracked you open. And oh, I'm sorry. You hate me now. What Should we just those... figure this out? Come you on. They kept adding swimming Swim. scenes. They were like, we know it's the same swimming yeah. suit. We don't give a that shit. That scene was crazy though. And the you... anti gravity with oh, her. Yeah. That was, that, that was ins- oh, and I got funny. anxious. And I got an actually interesting st- story about that. What? So she gets. What happens is there's an anti gravity scene, and she's swimming at the time, and she's trapped in a giant bubble of water. That's just a circle, and she keeps swimming to the edge, and it keeps kind of forming, and she never seems to get her head out of the bubble. Now, this is how dangerous water is in space. Right now on the space station, they have um, they had a problem with their spacesuits, I want to say about two years ago, where their, their dehumidifiers... Broke down in the spacesuit. Oh God! And what happened was water would go loose, and it goes, it floats right up into your nose, and literally, 
a drop of water can drown you in space because oh, yeah, you yeah. literally suffocate. So the way they fixed oh, it was they taped tampons to the back of their necks or the inside back. <laughs> so any water that would float around would be caught in the tampon. It's a true story. True story. There you go. The okay, ISS. Give you more. I want to say they invented. I want to say they, it was a new spacesuit that hadn't been and fully then if tested. Start sucking all the moisture out of your body. They yell, "Pull the string!" And of Just course, pull the string. Carol, the astronaut's like, "Oh, sure. You couldn't <laughs> use cotton balls." Some alien's gonna come by and say, "Well, they have their. They're very strange creatures. Their vagina is on the back of their neck." Because <laughs> we have tam- we have we have tampons on Septillion Seven, but not vaginas. Um, we call them neck pussies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me. what happens if it... that's neck pussies. Up. That's the worst gang name ever for prison. Yo, with the neck pussies. It's a long story. <laughs> Basically, my neck was used as a vagina. <laughs> I wasn't gonna let anyone stick. Well, a lot of literal stuff in neck. prison. You know what doesn't work in prison? Sarcasm. Ah. Oh yeah, I want to be attacked. What? Yeah. We love sarcasm here. We act like we don't know what it is. I used to work with a producer who, who is kind of edited the scripts I was writing on his show and I'd say oh no no you let's don't talk you, about this you, over, don't, you don't get the joke let's do it. I was, take, I was being sarcastic she goes ah oh. sarcasm ah oh, sarcasm I'm like that's not how you pronounce I don't think you Put know what it means more emphasis oh, sarcasm. on the wrong like, syllable hey so <laughs> let's uh, so uh, we want to say anything else about passengers I think we like fucking covered. I thought every it detail. looked beautiful to the to the crew to the people that worked on passengers. Literally everybody. Lovely. The biggest flaw was the story. It Chris looked, Pratt should have been a serial killer, and that that is. Yeah, it would have been mean. such an interesting that thing. That was the that was the two thirds turn. You could have gone two thirds <laughs> of the way through that movie. Okay, how do you feel about that? The and fact had that they're it, like, and yeah, yeah, he should just be, he should just be killing and, and just and tell people to keep no spoilers. And people go in the theater and, and like, you realize you've had blinders on the I whole mean, time. Yeah, we just we had. Yeah, and how easily we're manipulated. How easily they're manipulated. We are. But how many times have you seen that? Chris comes out. He's just all, I'm sorry, you had to see that. You know, like, come on, how many times have you seen that? You're no, talking about no, psycho. No, no. I'm talking about a person that plays God. I'm talking about a person that's like, now I want to release ten men. That you know, I want to release oh, ten and men. I want to, yeah. and I want to hunt them. Now, now I, I want to release yeah, only that's the fucking hysterical. Yeah, like now, now I want to hunt them. You know, have you ever seen? Have you, you, you know, there's a. It's called Fallout. So there's this Fallout Vegas, Whoa. this video game, and Fallout has these vaults. Whoa. So one vault will be like, it'll be like. 50 tigers and or uh, 50 men and one tiger or or it'll be you know a 300 blind men and a single woman you know like, like these really <laughs> weird vaults on that note it's 420 and I, I picked some bad vaults but i don't remember the specific you know what vaults that means. but it's a great social experiment and then we went even bigger where it's like what i want to what the... g okay cuz we got to move on Let's to the this. next thing okay. but uh you guys are delicious yes. uh, anytime you want to come back and just just talk and stuff and talk about movies and smoke things. We can discuss that salvia experience we had this week. It's the new year. It's not it's illegal because to go to the next bit. We're talking about a show. Uh, la 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 la. Anyone want to join in? No. Ha 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 Come on, now just the Tony winners. Everybody. <laughs> that wasn't that good actually, yeah. I felt weird about that. You know what it is? It's this. Um, I don't. I don't like these oils. This is Dan Fogler talking straight from the heart about all of these pot pens and oil pens and waxes and. Oh yeah. I go. I go straight to the real shit. I like smoking out of it. I eat it. I put milk on it. I put it in a bowl and I just eat big. You can see me doing it on the on the internet. I do it all the time. 
Just the way that Belushi eats little chocolate donuts, I eat big bushels of ganja nugs every morning. And we I, haven't done the apple in quite some time. Well, let's go do it right now, darling. We're going to yes. make this happen. Um, and uh, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back. Okay, bye. Oh? <laughs> hey, Jack, are we, are we recording? Yes, we are. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Busby Berkeley numbers. Like, uh, Mel, that's your mic there. You can hear yourself, pal? Uh, yes, I am the very model of a modern major general. <laughs> good, good. Um, that's my buddy Bjorn. Hey, happy new year, guys. Happy new year. Bjorn is another maniac I went to Boston University with. He's a fantastic actor. Thank He's you. like a young John Lithgow. and uh, That's how we're marketing myself these days. Is that how you're doing it? Yeah. And, of course, Nikki D here. How you feeling, Nick? Very good, very good. Good, good. Yeah, well, how was your day today? Today was okay. It was a little cold yesterday, though. It's getting chilly, huh? I've been trying to uh, break up the uh, episodes, so because it's crazy, like you get too many people. Like, I had to, I had to like separate Nikki and and uh, Dwayne. You met Dwayne. I love Dwayne. Dwayne, he's a force of nature. Nikki's a force of nature. So you can imagine me in here, just like, yeah, trying to yeah, wrangle it. You know, caught between two planets and the gravitational field. Exactly, pulling me. Oh my God, you can't do that impression anymore. <laughs> I used to, you know, it's contagious. My my go-to impression. There's two people that I can't talk about anymore that I used to love. Oh no. Okay, one of which is Bill Cosby. You can't talk about him anymore. Right. And <laughs> Mel Gibson. Can't oh. talk. Can't even though he's getting doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. The whole anti-Semitic thing it no, no, struck no, no. me to the core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's off the. He's I don't the even. Table. He's, he's off, off your table, table too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ooh, there absolutely. you go. He, and and Bjorn is like a, a a Viking. You don't care, right? We oppressed everybody. So <laughs> you got Busby Berkeley coming out of the Mel Brooks world. He'd always used to make you know do deals with that. You know about that, Nick? Mm-hmm. Busby Berkeley, all the sure. lady dancers. They all look exactly like it's like the rockets in the water, right? Yes, wearing skull, uh, the shower caps. Yeah, and they all like perfectly diving. They all, like Miss Piggy has that's done the, that over the years. You know, you've seen that. Like it's like that's iconic. the Williams. That's the Williams. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an iconic thing. Right. So, did you were you thinking that because of La La Land? Yes. Okay, I, so we all saw La La Land. Yeah. Um, and uh, we bore witness. So. Um, I am just going to pull up the cast here because I like to talk about the cast. And, uh, Who were great, by the way. Let's get that out of the way. The the actors in the film did their damnedest, and uh, there's no question that the the two leads have it. I mean, they they brought their charm to the table, and you could almost they almost. Uh, uh, let's talk about let's talk about Emma Stone. Yeah. Okay, because she's the she's the lead of the movie, right? And what do you think she almost does? Um, she almost uh, convinces us that we're being told a story. Okay, so okay, so uh, her charm and charisma is that powerful that I come into this going there. They were boasting. Uh, we were just talking about Arrival earlier. Okay, so Arrival. They were talking about big posters. This is the uh, movie of the year, and I was like, okay, is this the movie of the year? I went in there, and I felt it was like I liked the movie. I liked the movie Interstellar because I liked thinking and talking about things that are outside of dimensions and. You know, looking at space-time from another angle. So then Arrival, I thought, did that without having to go to space. So I, they see them as, like, companion pieces, right? So now you have um, this movie, and 
I, it just doesn't. Okay, I look at Arrival and I go, "Wow, they're dealing that movie." Okay, it lives up to the big poster that said this is going to be the movie of the year. Now there's a big posters around that it says La La Land is 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 going to win a lot of Oscars. It's the movie of the year. It's got five million stars. Okay, so that's what I went in. Okay, going to see this movie. Okay, and um, and I was like, okay, prove it to me because Arrival did prove it. It lived up to the poster. La La Land for me didn't live up to the poster. I, I went in there and I was really, I was rooting for it because this is this is our business, man. I live this, you know. I live these these people uh, trying to just make it. Emma Stone plays this an actress. She's just trying to fucking get that one audition. I get it. Questioning if she's good enough, doing a million things on the side just to get by, and then um, and then you have Ryan Gosling, who's like, his dream is to have this jazz club where he does everything he wants to do. By the way, Gosling, I un- I understand. I don't know if he didn't know how to play piano and then he learned how for this. I heard some crazy shit. Like the guy, I understand he was like a Mickey Mouse Club kid, so I understand the singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. I understand he was good at that, and he. I thought he. I thought he pulled it off. Yeah. Th- yeah. Did you think? Did you think his his singing was up to par? No, and it wasn't his fault because he's capable of it. Okay. He's ca- he's capable of singing, but it's like they forgot to ask him. They're huh. Like, oh, by the way, you're doing a musical, which is what I would have said to every single person on that set. So you think? Do you think a movie like? Uh, Lay Miz did that where they were recording in real time or yeah. in real space. I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if they were doing that with La La Land or not. But the sound I don't know mixing, if they did. the sound mixing was so it was uh, abysmal. I, it was off for me in the movie theater. And if you're in a movie theater that isn't perfect, like you know, if you're in like a a fun little quirky movie theater, seeing it, the sound is shit. Yeah. And if it's all about the singing, it's a sound. Nikki, you're very quiet. What What did you think of the movie? Oh, uh, I love the movie. Uh, a lot of people love this movie. Yeah, a lot of people uh, loved it. I didn't like the end, the ending so much. But, okay, uh, I liked the movie and because uh, it let you down the ending. Nah, kind of, you know. But you know, La La uh, L A is like you know, uh, what's the line in the movie that they all say? I mean, uh, they uh-huh. worship everything but honor nothing, right? I mean, oh okay, it's you know, it's a giant. Yeah. Bitch that uh, smacks uh, you down and you keep coming back for uh, more. Uh, and every time you keep coming back, she gives you a little more. <laughs> and then she smacks you a little harder the next time. And you're like, you know what? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I can take it. I'm coming back. And then she doesn't let you come back for years. <laughs> years. And then she whispers in your head, guess what? I got a bond for you. Yeah. And then you do whatever it takes. Yeah. To get there on time, but you were a little late, and you're like, "Fuck it." No, I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I didn't have any expectations going in. Uh, the the one thing I heard was you had that no expectations. No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't I know it that like, it was okay. Great. That it was well loved. I I, I didn't read uh, really? the reviews. I didn't uh, talk to friends. I was in a uh, uh, sensory deprivation capsule for eight years before I saw this film. What? Yeah. And uh, the one thing I did hear was that it was a little sad at the end. So I was like, okay, it's going to be a little melancholy. Maybe it'll be a nice, you know, yeah, a, LA, a, a yeah. gentle film, something, you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> it, it was it, when I watched this film, I was like, I, halfway through, I got, did they just, I said to myself, did they just get the creatives in the room, stand around a circle, and then tell everybody to point to their right and say, see the guy on your right? That guy's going to do your job on this project. And the guy to your left, you're going to do his job on this project. And then they just went at it because 
it was so first draft on every level. Wow. And you were talking to me about how you didn't care about the story. I mean, and we, you're right. We should have cared. This was a story. This was our story. Your brother-in-law runs a music joint. We're actors, yeah. and we, you know, we know the we know the dream. We yeah. this is very close totally to home. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. One of the problems. One of the problems was that it was that it was Gosling. And it, 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 you know, and it, and it was her. It, 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 Emma maybe Stone, it was. Maybe I've, they're two biggest I've, stars. And maybe. I knew that they were going to land on their feet, and I would have loved to see, you know, no matter what, like after cut, they were going to get into their nice trailer. But if it was two unknowns, yeah, I think the movie would have talked to me in a whole different way. That would have helped. You, saying, well, like, you, you know, know so. well, you know, LA, you know, they worship everything in L.A. and they value nothing. That's right. the line that Gosling says. Oh, okay. Yeah, they worship everything and they value nothing. Wow, That's the one good line that came out. That was one of his great lines, and I, I thought that. Uh, Did he know. write that though? Because a lot of it seemed improvised. No, no, no. Uh, that was written, but uh, you know what it is. You know, because. Uh, I got the movie Don Peyote, right? We made the movie Don Peyote. We've all like had the, you know, like our parts in this movie. That's an independent film, okay? I didn't have any bigger I didn't think they was going to win the Academy Award. I thought I thought it was an indie. It's an indie. It's it falls in that category. We have a scene at the end where everybody breaks into song and dance and we're all singing in the middle of the fucking street. And that was hard to choreograph with an indie budget. Okay, and yet it had and, more panache. Well, thank you for that, but you saw the fringes, and we never apologized for that. We never apologized for the fact that we were trying to make fifty people look like a hundred people or a thousand people. We just said this is the heart of it. We're going to try and get this shot when we fucking can. And we said, and this is, and that's what it is. It's an independent movie. When I saw the beginning of La La Land, I saw a. Uh, did you just fart like crazy, Nikki? No. It sounded like a machine gun. Something's making a noise. I think it's your butt. So at the beginning of uh, La La Land, I saw the, you're farting again, Nikki. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the, I think that's the real critic in the room. So every uh, critics are like, what's the saying? The critics are like assholes. No, you got this. One. You both no, got on. this movie wrong. No, no, I hold on, hold on. I, I saw, mm-hmm. I saw the fringes on you know. the dance number. Okay, I thought, even though they I think were you guys are jealous of, of this movie. I think I'm not ball, jealous of, at all of it. Of oh, no, no. Yeah. I've, I've failed I'm before not. in my I life. I think that I could have won Sundance. But I recognize failure when I see it. I think it, it could have won Sundance. Let me tell you. This, no, no, let me finish my thought. I think it could have won Sundance. Do I think that it's going to win an Oscar? Well, my question is do, you, is, do you think this movie, are you going to be surprised if this movie wins an Oscar? No. You're not going to. No. Are you? Yeah, he will. I, I'm not surprised by because anything the, after the election. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. You know why? I was not, like, it anything's it possible. It has no competition, this film. Has, have you seen Arrival? No. no. Have you even seen, uh, I mean, have you, I'm just talk, to, talking about movies with substance. Moonlight. I saw this movie w- with my well, wife. You know. I didn't really connect to it, um, but, I, uh, but, and I, I didn't really cry when I should have been crying, but I can tell. Listen. That could be that could win an Oscar. The best film, okay. The best film that would go Manchester by the Sea. I was weeping during certain moments. I thought, okay, that's that that movie could could win an Oscar. I don't. I didn't think La 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 Land could win an Oscar. I want to get back if to it's the up point. against Fences, it will not. Fences, I thought could win an Oscar. F- I want to get back to the point that we didn't finish about why the film didn't grab us and why it okay. didn't have any impact. What do you think, man? Why should an audience care <laughs> about? The story we're being told when the people who are telling it don't seem to care at all about 
their end of the still, bargain. I thought they gave some good performance. I'm not talking the actors accepted. I'm talking about the first AC who was pulling focus all right. I'm talking about the choreographer who obviously hasn't seen an episode of So You Think You Can Dance because the huh. choreography fell way short of any of the expectations that an American audience is going to have after oh, okay. that TV series. Okay. I'm talking about the camera choreography upstaging the main choreography. Huh. I'm talking about every element of this project that was unattended to and and, well, and fell short of, of expectations. Yeah. They, they made a promise at the beginning of that film with... What other movies has this guy directed? He directed Whiplash. Right, which I love. Which was great. Okay, right? that's another reason why I was kind of blindsided. But, you know, this La La Land did, like, everything... Oh, right, because J.J. Simmons did, was did everything good. That's what this film... That's what, that, they did everything good. They did everything, everything good, but everything, they did it poorly. Everything good. Okay, let me hear They, they did... Her dancing was fantastic. Lovely. His dancing was fantastic. But they weren't Good. challenged. Her singing was really great. The, were they Nothing friends? was asked hold on, his, hold on. But the, but okay. it all but it all kind of was good enough for the story. Yeah. And what L.A. is all about. Right. You know that's what I go back to. That's why I go back to the line. You know, uh, they value they value uh, everything, but but love nothing. You know what I mean? That, you know what I'm saying? So, so were you weeping when she, at certain moments? No. No. Did it grab you like that? No. Did you feel like it should have? Did you care about them at the end? I, I cared about them at, at, the, at the end a little. That's okay. why I didn't like the ending. So why didn't you like the ending? Because uh, you know he he uh, played it safe. And Who he, did? And the, well, the director and, and telling the story. They played it they safe. They did like a sliding door. Well, they, yeah, they did. Oh, this is what would have happened. What would have happened? Uh, if they, you know, yeah. if everybody got, if they got together and everything was right. la la. Yeah, right. You know, but so he played it safe. He says, "Well, I better fucking watch what I'm doing now, and and you know, make it good enough for those people, and you know, and then we'll we'll throw in the the tough ending because Goslin, it has that edge." So that's why it worked good for, for the Goslin character. You right. know what I mean? Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it, I'm going to say a saying that everyone's been saying right now. What is it? It is what it is. What is, what is hold on. It, you know, it is what it is, that, uh, that film. You know what I mean? Everyone's saying that, says that word. It, it is what it is. It was, you know, a real well-done film that hasn't been showing that. But what was it? It was an, an homage, a throwback to those great... Busby Berkeley dancing. No, I don't know. It was an insult to those films. Okay, that's. I don't know if they were. You don't think they achieved those moments? No, if it is what it is, it definitely wasn't what it could have been. I was watching two films. I was watching what was up on the screen, and I was watching the film in my head. That was what that movie could have been. What could have been well executed? What could have been a film with? It could have been a film with the Busby Berkeley dancing with precision, with challenging, with demanding choreography that 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 left you with a. You know, pow at the end because that's what it seemed like they were trying to promise with all that camera choreography. And that would have brought it up to, I think, Snuff Academy Award winning yes, level. Yes, yes. This, but I nobody thought, was on the Like I said before, it could have won Sundance, yeah. but, but. This falls a little short, you know what I mean? Okay. But, but, but it I mean. It falls a little short. But, but not, not in the sense of like a bad thing. It, it, it falls a little I'm, I'm, I'm at the you, point where I'm just know, like, is this thing going to win the gonna, Academy it's Award? It's going to be good enough to win a lot of things. Let me if, tell if you. If it had won the Academy Award, yeah. I, 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 I thought the, the same thing Bjorn said. The story was, was Trump could win. The story was so great. That and, it could win. And they made enough. They made enough entertaining uh, entertainment to, to, to tell the story. 
Yeah, it was it was good enough. Obviously, and it was shot it was good beautiful, enough. and they used some really cool things. The whole L.A. and, and so there's and a lot the, of movies. And, and the James Dean, but, they, but the substance, the story, each and every yeah. single movie that I mentioned, Moonlight, Arrival, fucking, um, uh, uh, what is it, uh, by uh, the by the sea, Manchester, Manchester by the sea, all of these deal with. In this day and age, where we have all of these subjects that we could be talking about, well, Manchester that are by going the sea on, is the kind world of depressing, is depressing. Don't you think? Don't you think that movie was kind of depressing? Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, it was depressing, but there were also hysterical moments in it, man. Hysterical moments. It that movie had a lot in it, and uh, and you didn't think L.A. A La La Land had en- had enough? No, it was about two kids. Uh, uh, okay. I was just like, okay, so she doesn't get the audition and he doesn't open the club. And I'm in the business, man. But she didn't care. I did not fucking care. Because at the heart of it, now, this is what I, the point I'd like to make. Sing. Because, see, you're in let the business, the, but let, let the, me the average person that sees this movie that n- never been right. to Los Angeles, n- you know, they painted, they painted a pretty, but let me tell you pretty nice I saw this movie. Painting, I saw this that. movie sing. Sing with my kids, right. the anime movie, weeping, a fucking puddle. <laughs> These people know how to do it right. It's the same exact fucking story. At, at the theme at the middle of these two movies is the oh, same yeah. thing. Let me finish my thought. The theme is, can I make it in this business? Do I have the skill and do I have the balls to get up and do it? And that is at the heart of of each of these movies, and then you get an opportunity, and do you take it, and can you hit a home run or whatever the fuck? That's what it's all about. That's what's at the heart of both of these movies, mm. right? Mm, yeah. And uh, these and people contemplating, and, and oh, fuck, do I, I have I think what... you guys are do diminishing I have, their performances. No, I'm not. <laughs> Listen, I'm thinking, do, I, do they have what it takes? Do they have what it takes? I'm, why am I weeping at Sing and walking out of... La La Land going, wow, I really wish I felt that way. I did. I had a little twinge. I had a little, ah, you know, you know, good job there, Emma. I appreciated that song. You know, good job there, Gosling. Good, good, yeah, well executed. You were watching actors be good at what they were doing. Thank you. But you weren't watching a story. I wasn't caring. You weren't being told a story. Yeah. yeah well, a small story. The story was a I little wanted, small. I wanted this film to succeed. I, w- I was rooting for it. It had everything going for it. it. It had all the creators behind it that I liked. It had all the potential in the world, but it just fell short. And I think it's important that we recognize when something falls short. Otherwise, I'm, very, you know, I'm always but, but very positive. To the average, yes, of you know, course, this weighs average, heavily in my heart. I don't like to tear things. Yeah, up. but you guys are from the you guys are in the, in the business. You're in the entertainment business. They were telling a story, a small story, to the masses. You know what I'm saying? And they accomplished right. that. That's why it's going to be nominated for. That's why it's nominated for a lot of awards. Small story, good performances, so for the good music. John Legend was phenomenal. Okay, his that yeah. whole jazz thing. The, all the actors who were in all, it, you know, they, they, you they know. pulled their weight. What do yeah, you think the, should win Best Picture this year? First of all, it's Manchester by the, for the, the Golden Globes, right, which is always the, a good. Lion. Yeah, I haven't seen it. We gotta go see that. Hell or High Water, which we saw. Which yeah, was, but do you we should talk about that. But that's not the, we did be talk the best about picture. It. No, no, Moonlight, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, which I can't see. I'm sorry, everybody, I can't it's, see uh, it. Did you see it? No. Why not? 
Gibson well, directed it. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, have that whole I you just, know, Jewish could you, thing. If, could you watch Manchester it if it was a screener? Seat, sorry? If it were a screener and it was and you weren't spending money no, on it, could I'm, you watch uh, it? No, I'm boycotting him. You just you won't even spend I time love, on it. I love him. I grew up with Lethal Weapon. The guy broke my fucking heart. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to watch Mad Max, and then I was like, oh, okay, I love Tom Hardy. I'm going to give this a fucking shot. And Mad Max became my one of my favorite movies. I knew it was going to win awards. I saw that movie a hundred times. I wish I saw it in 3D. Did you see his Hamlet? 4D, I mean. Do you remember his Hamlet? I, I, I saw that. I, I watched his Hamlet. I learned how to, you know, I, I, fucking amazing cast. Yeah. Amazing cast. I watched that so much and learned how to act, and, and, uh, and, and he became very special to me. As an and then actor. he broke your heart. And then he broke my fucking heart, yeah. man. Yeah. Then he, I'm serious. Then he fucking ranted like a no, lunatic. They and have, for him have to, to be say, for him yes. to say, my, I was talking about this with my wife the other day. You know, Jody, and I, and I said to her, she said, "Well, you want to, you know, you want to go see it?" You know, I was like, "I can't, honey." Yeah. Because she's like, "Well, you know, was it Jody? Someone said this. I, I don't want to pin this on Jody, but she, so they said um, that it was. Uh, oh, he w- the way he explained it was." That's not him. That's his father. Okay, so is that what happens when when you get belligerently drunk? Do you suddenly get possessed by your father, Nicky Bjorn? Do we ever get to that point? Okay, so here's a guy who's getting crazily belligerently drunk, can't control himself. Usually in those situations, I don't know about you guys, but usually the real you comes out, your id comes out, whoever that is. Uh, okay, maybe his daddy taught him that, but honey, that's in your bloodstream. Yeah, yeah. So if that's how you really, and I heard some crazy shit about that, and you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm just a Brooklyn Jew, so I can't deal with the guy anymore. <laughs> but I love Man Max, the new one. I'll see sequels of Tom Hardy till the day I die. Fuck you, Mel Gibson. Until he comes groveling back mm. and says, "Ah, I'm so sorry." Um, does anyone want to see a public circumcision? I'm going to do it myself. And he's just all <laughs> ripping the tip of his own penis off, screaming, <laughs> Frida! Then, not even freedom, Frida. <laughs> Only then. And then this woman, Frida, comes out. Maybe. Rips off the tip of his penis and says, Do you see, America? Do you see? He's sorry. Go see Hackjaw Flinch. How do you feel about that, Nick? Nick thinks that the... Well, Nick thinks that the the Jew, what do I can I say think? this. You've said this. <laughs> what do I think? You think you're, you're, that the 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 conspiracy theory that the Jews run Hollywood. You knew that. You, you think about it. What? Now, if the Jews ran Hollywood, how come? What happened with? Oh, that that explains why. Um, but why are they letting him come back and do Hacksaw Ridge again? Hacksaw Flinch. What is it? And he's like, nominated. He's gonna, oh, fuck it. It's a, so I don't know what the statistics are, but let's say for the sake of argument that yes. a, like a lot, like uh, the majority of a profession yeah. is <laughs> uh, uh, employs a, like a, a profession employs a majority of a certain subcultural set of America. Is it safe to say that that profession is run by that subcultural set? Is that is that just a coincidence? What? Like... Wait, say that whole thing again. Okay, let's say that ninety percent of Hollywood is run by Smurfs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, I don't even. I'm, like, does that mean that the Smurfs run Hollywood, or is that just a, a is it just a happenstance? I wouldn't be surprised. You see little things flitting. I don't know if that's just uh, flashbacks from acid I took in college, but I see little gremlins running around sometimes on the sets, holding things together, setting little uh, forest fires. You too, Nikki. I know you see them too. Hmm. You got one on your shoulder, Nick. Get it. Get it. 
Get it, Mickey. <laughs> so what other movies do you think should win the Academy Award this year if you don't think La La La? Because I'm La La La. You think it will, Nikki. You think you wouldn't be well, surprised if it did. I don't know about Best Picture, but uh, okay, it's going to win awards. Because, yeah. like I said, it, it reached a common chord for young girls. Well, you, the whole yeah. movie was about young girls, I mean, really, and Gosling. I mean, well, you know, yeah, and music, but I mean... Everyone know, wants to all be all these a, young actresses. There's so many people want to be a working and try, actor and, and try to become make and just that, follow their dreams. That's that story. See, it had, it had come like a couple of little sub stories going on in this film. That's why it didn't have one major oomph. That's why it kind of like falls a little short. It didn't have one sub story. No, there's little sub stories going on. You know, with the oh. girls and and you know working and. Uh, you know, we're in a coffee house. I think it fell on its ass because it yeah. fell on its ass. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I was watching Nancy Kerrigan look over her shoulder, dig I, her toe into the ice. I don't know about falling on its ass. Like I said, it might have missed expectations <laughs> of certain people in the business. But as far as, like, that major chord and in in, in telling telling us the story of, of this girl. And but who hasn't seen Singing in the Rain? Who hasn't seen, you know, the Buzzy, the clips from the Busby Berkeley? Who hasn't seen uh, the uh, YouTube uh, wedding uh, proposal that went viral with better choreography? A lot wow, of people. Wow. A lot of people. But, but uh, see, you're missing thought, the point. Yeah. Everything was good. The choreography wasn't great. The music okay, wasn't the guy great. did Whiplash, the, and the whole movie the is J.K.'s. The whole, the whole, whole I agree with you. The guy does a movie like Whiplash, where the whole thing is precision, timing. Yes. do it right, yes. do it again. You'd think that guy. I that, like that film. I love that film. I like. That How come film. he didn't do the same thing with these fucking dancers? Uh, fucking damn! Where because you're up on your feet, going, "Holy shit! How did the fuck did I do that?" That's La La Land. That's La La Land. So what is yeah. the message only, that we're supposed to take about that? That they're like that they, La La they La revel Land. in mediocrity. That's and La why La Land? it had a great title. It had a great title. It had some great original songs. Some great, you know, not, you know great great songs. Can you remember one of them? Did you did you come out of the movie theater humming any of them? Well, no, not humming them. But John Legend song was phenomenal. Huff song was they phenomenal. John Legend was yes, phenomenal. That, yeah. that was good. John, yeah. Le I John mean, Legend uh, was great. Huff song was phenomenal, and his song. How about, they had his, moments. How about, how about his song on a piano with that that love song? Gosling's yeah. performance throughout was wonderfully understated. <laughs> I, I wish well, he had been just directed. asked me about the songs, and I'm telling you, you know, everything was... But it was, didn't save the film. Everything was good. No, no. I just, I, but, I, I mean... Save the film. No, here's the thing. I agree with I, Nikki. I agree with you. Everything was good. It was... Yeah. The, everything it wasn't amazing. It wasn't right, excellent. Right, it was good. They, like, right, fucking nailed it. Oh, good. Right. They, they got through they that moment. No, I can't right. believe they were in Schwitzing. Oh, they told that story. But, but, but I didn't fucking care at the end. And That's why... That that's why the ending was not good, and also even if it had a maybe a better ending, that's where the movie falls short. A little so bit. how would you have ended? A happy ending? They get well, together. it was so happy anyway. But that's a part of La La Land, the disappointment. It was they they set right. you off for that disappointment. It was like so. It's so obvious, funny how many people so obvious that how many people you know, love this movie and how many people just like just didn't. This get movie's it. gonna do well, man. There's no no, no I'm sure it will. But you know what. Fen I'm sure it will. Fences was phenomenal. Fences was the best adaptation of wow, a play okay. since Street Have you seen Design. it? No, but Let I read finish, a review please. that was like, let me what was the review? The review was better than any movie I've ever seen. I was like, this right. is... Well, let me again. tell you what happened. They did it on Broadway for however many, however many fucking performances, like a hundred and... And then they came back to it. They all got the same cast together, I believe. Russell Hornsby is fucking in it. Is he we in went it? To college. Awesome. Okay. They... They got on stage, or get, they got on 
it was like you were watching the play up close with great angles. Okay, they were experts at their role. For any actor, yes. I think you should see this. Denzel directed it. Amazing performance from Denzel. Well, I think one of his best. Uh, Viola Davis, who I love, you know, and and just great performances out of everybody. Because they did it. They were experts at their roles. They did it a million fucking times each, okay? So that's what it looks like to nail but something. Still, but still. So when you, yes, it, that's what it looks like to nail still. something. And rev the engines, they're fucking boom. They are, you know, they're able, they know what they're doing so well that they're able to do acrobatics. So let's but, call that good. But yes. let's not call that good in the same breath that we call La La Land good. No, Otherwise no, no, the word doesn't, no, no. wait, let me finish. No, I would say let's, let me that, finish. that's great and La La Land was good. Words have Would to have Would you say meaning. that, Nikki? Yes, because... Okay, thank okay. you. Go ahead. Like I said, like I wanted to finish before I got cut off. L- fences, not not when you cut me. I, I cut, cut him off. off. Fences was That's the enough. best... Ad- <laughs> I'm sorry. ...was the best adaptation of a play since Streetcar Named Desire. Wow. Wow. Okay, now you could also throw wow. in American Buffalo. You could also throw in Raisin in the Sun. Yeah. You could also throw in... Um, uh, um, West Side Story. Well, West Side Story was not, no, but I'm talking, they tried <laughs> yeah, to do. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Les Miserables, you know, and, you okay. know, most, I haven't thought, I was trying to think of all of them, but. You think this you, is the best adaptation? This is the best adaptation ever. of a play. Based on the review I read, your statement. Well, well. Is and that is why, yeah, and the perform- and the performances. There's no those performances. Yeah. I don't care. I wonder. They how- were saying though. They were saying those. They was telling that yeah. story and saying those words of a great writer who yeah, wrote August, August a Wilson. phenomenal play. Yeah. And you're also right about you know they that that they had that those lines and they had the, all those performances down when just like you do a play. But also you got to remember this. Al Pacino did Al Pacino. Uh, did American Buffalo for a year and a half. Fucker, right? And then he, <laughs> he, t- <laughs> he turned it over to Dustin Hoffman, and, they, and, the and they made they failed with that. They movie. fucked it they, up. They fucked it up. Sorry, Hoffman doesn't know how to stand. Well, he hasn't known how to walk. No, that's a perfect example of that. Now with fifty fucking years. Now with you fences, got a little backwards mambo and nothing at all. Now, it looks like now, a seal. Now with fences, flippers. Fences. You know what else was so beautiful about fences? What was it? I don't know where they filmed it, but that was. I love how Denzel. (laughs) I love it when I watch a movie and I have no idea where they filmed it. I fucking love. Where are they? Pennsylvania. Is that a soundstage? Uh, Pennsylvania. I think it's like Pennsylvania. It's supposed to be like Pennsylvania back in the fifties. You know know what fucking Denzel stole from me? And uh, Denzel was so phenomenal. I'm a big Denzel fan. Purses his lips. And uh, taught him that. Denzel was a in a close-up. I should always purse And and, and I'll even this for a guy who directed that movie. Okay. He's got permanently pursed lips. Very, very rarely. Usually, the his the performance will hurt a little or something. You know. Oh no, he it, did it so over well. The top. It was so they knew fucking the good. So and well. you know, that's a first time performance for that kid, a kid who played the marine, wow. who played his son. You're okay. kidding? Yeah, I think he was discovered for that film. I might be wrong, but don't make these that things was, up, Mickey. No, I'm not. Don't but that make was it a, up. That was a really great performance by him, and the the one who played his brother was also fantastic. And uh, quick, what's your favorite kung fu movie that you would recommend to everybody listening? <laughs> what is it, Nikki? Saga, Saga, Saga. 
what was that movie? Hidden. Uh, <laughs> Crouching hidden, Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Crouching Tiger. That, that was excellent. I was thinking about that the other day. That's probably the ultimate one. Kind of Michelle Yeoh. I said Hidden, right? Mm. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Ang Lee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. And, and probably oh, yeah. Enter the Dragon. I was going to say Enter the Dragon, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it holds up. Yeah, that's that's cool. what's going to be amazing about Fences, man. Mm. Fences holds it's gonna up. Hold up. Yeah. It's going to win a lot of awards. And, yeah, it's I've never like read Enter a review that I enjoyed reading more than I've really? enjoyed watching some movies. Most movies, really. Yeah. This review, the title of it was "Denzel Washington was out Denzel by Viola Davis." <laughs> she yeah, out Denzel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He admits it. He admits it too. He says, "You know, I got all these great actors, and I just let them fly." That's what you do. That's, That's what, what didn't happen do. in La La Land. The director should have hired up and ever they well, surrounded if, himself. If, any, if anything was hurting in, the, in that, was probably I, I blame it on the director. Or, the, or maybe mean? they didn't have time to. Yeah. Finish oh, you know it, what? The, they just didn't know what Gosling didn't do. The thing with the hat. He did a little hat work. No, he didn't do the. He know? did a little hat work. No, but he didn't do that hat work. He oh. did. He didn't do that. You know what you mean? The classic about? Fogler. Yeah, the classic. You're Fogler. talking about a classic oh, Fogler. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> the megalomania meter yes. here is going up the charts. Exactly. <laughs> so there were. Look at the megalomania meter. But, but that's my that's my point. Everything that. Look at the megalomania meter. Everything that they he did was. Can was, you say that a lot? Good. Megalomania meter. Megalomania meter. Megalomania. <laughs> It's going off like crazy. My brain is getting bigger and bigger while we talk. Hey, what were you saying, man? I'm sorry, Nikki, I cut you off. <laughs> That's what I, this whole film is is good plus. Thank God you were La here. La Thank God you because I mean? you're that the one person you. who liked yeah. it. Need, and it should well, have had a. I'm an authority. On Listen, films. I, I always, you know how I always yeah. find the good. Were you blindsided by me like not liking the film? Did you think I was going to love it, Nikki? Uh, I thought, In your heart. No, I thought you guys would love it because you know you're you know you're, you're from that that world. We're from of, the fucking theater from world. The theater world. But that's and, exactly and, why and I did music. Love it. I mean, but, <laughs> but that's that's my point. It is. But that's my point. This movie was not. You know, it was made for the masses, not no, for, made for the, spoke directly to us. Made for these young generation kids that have dreams of going to have LA. dreams, but no standards. No dreams and no background. And no standards. And no training. That's why No and, training and no idea. And, but that's why Emma's she was I think she steals the movie. Um, she was lovely. Emma was great. Yeah, she she's really lovely. But she's always lovely. Like I knew she was gonna be lovely. I would have loved to see she, some an unknown. I would have loved to see Bjorn in that fucking part yeah, of Gosling. I know I, I would have loved to see some fucking oh, unknown. God, you know I what I'm saying? I say that all the time. <laughs> I say that all the time, you know, when you see Because Bjorn film, could yeah. Bjorn could do that, fucking knock it out of the park, man. And I would have grabbed the choreographer. No, that's the whole idea. <laughs> that, that's the whole idea about Going for your dreams in L.A. They already achieved them. Gosling's fine. So is she. Yes. Yeah, but that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, they're fine. They're gonna go home. They're gonna have a sauna in the hotel that they have them staying at, and they're gonna come back the next day and dance a little. I love that scene, man. What else are you working on? I'm working on five other different fucking things. Me too. Yeah, We're well, fine. We're the one percent. It, it'll, 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 it's going to win a lot of awards, buddy. So let me yeah. tell you. But no, I'm sure it it's will. Really is. That, so that, I, that, what that means to me prepared. is not anything about the film. What it means to me is that the people who decide that awards should be given out, and that the people who right. who <laughs> watch this film and appreciate it, don't have a sense of taste that is <laughs> commensurate with the. Levels of expertise that should be expected on a film like that. But no one has touched those levels or even tried to go to those places in a very long time. What are you talking about? 
Hey, I love you guys. It's a new year. I'm gonna have Bjorn back. You like you like Bjorn, Nikki? I love Bjorn. We're gonna fucking yeah. We're gonna have you back here, Bjorn, because you're awesome. Thanks, guys. Nikki, you're my Ed Sullivan here. I love Nikki. <laughs> and Nikki is a genius. You're a good team. Nikki knows everybody. Um and Bjorn, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do a stage version of of La La Land, and you're gonna show them how it's supposed to. Be. La La Land should be a sh- uh, La La Land should it be a Broadway should be play. A Broadway it should, show. It should. It should. Let's show them how I mean, it's supposed fuck, to be if done. They're, if yes. they're gonna make a Bronx Tale fucking Broadway play, then they oh, should make. Go. It's on right now. I mean, you know. Okay, here's one thing I should say: the same fucking people that wrote these songs that were about, I think, you know, what I in my heart, flimsy bullshit. I didn't care. <laughs> That if they were gonna uh, get flimsy yeah. bullshit, yes. their dreams, their dreams, okay, their dreams are important. But at the end of the day, if the guy didn't get his jazz club, I'm sorry, poo hoo. Okay, they the same people wrote an amazing Broadway show. Um, Dear Evan Hansen, go see this fucking show because it it redeemed that movie for me. The whole time I'm watching Evan Hansen going. My God, these same people wrote the music. Why am I enthralled? Maybe it's different because it's live. and But the subject matter. Here's the thing what happens. When you're dealing with La La Land, you're dealing with, what, is she going to get the part? And in, in Dear Evan Hansen, the same people are writing music for suicide. They're writing for, you know, teen fucking angst, uh, you know. They went for mediocrity. It's the story is mediocrity. So go see Lala that show. Mediocrity is a film. That kid yeah. is going to win the title. You know, yeah. That's what I hear. That it, it is what it is. You know, but they. It is what it is, but it it, it wasn't what it could have been. But it is what it is. But but, 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 but I tell you, <laughs> it would, it's going to be enough. Hey, it's what are your be resolutions? For awards, which just hey, we got to wrap this up, guys. What are your resolutions this year? For the podcast. I'm going to finish the Waldstein Sonata. Good man. Nikki? Just to keep going on and seeing films and and doing great work and getting the chance to get our La La Land off the ground or getting our chance to be in a... Where's our La La Land? Be in a film, you know. Where's uh, my La La Land? Your La La Land was a fantastic piece. But I'm going to try and get healthier. Stop encouraging that film. It's it's in the can. It's been produced. Let's move La on to La something Land. else. Yes. Stop making it a paradigm. I would say what's it's your gonna, you're uh, gonna, by the time the awards are your, over, you're gonna you're gonna have it stuffed up to your nostrils. What's your Willy Wonka <laughs> in the chocolate factory? There we go. Thank you. Thank you. What's I'm gonna put that out to everybody out there. What's your Willy Wonka in your chocolate factory? Probably Willy Wonka in the year. chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me, and you'll see a world of pure imagination. Take my hand, take my hind leg, and just yank, and you'll thank me all the way to. You, you know what the bang. other thing about La La Land was? What is it about? That, that, that was more you know, memorable than any of the songs in La La Land. You know I'm going to be humming that one. You know, what because, you know, he, so, the two of them are, are such film, what is it, film actors yes. that they kind of gave each of them 
they, you know, let they let them each get, have their due. You know, what I and mean? they let them write the so, script too so, on the spot. So, so oh, well, they, they, they would have been better off. And uh, you know, I thought the music, you know, for better or for worse, it because they. What do you think they, is going to win? They that? weren't going for. Buzzley Berkeley and what do you guys want to Fred win the Academy those Fred Astaire movies? They they were just going for let's put this thing out. This is a story about L. A. and everybody. They were definitely everybody knows this story, so we're gonna put it up on the screen. Yeah. What do you guys think is going to happen at the at the Golden Globe Awards? Who do you think is gonna clean up? I think the janitor's gonna clean up after Ricky Gervais. Ding. You know who's gonna clean up? Probably Jimmy Fallon. He's gonna clean up after. Yeah, and uh, motherfucker, man. And, then I gotta go up, get up early. And, uh, I gotta bring the kids to school, and then I gotta do the and, late show. La La Land will prevail, believe me. And Fences will prevail, and uh, Hacksaw Ridge will prevail. Did you see it? You son of a bitch, you did see it. Did you, see it? <gasps> he... you went without us. You know what, Nikki? Well, why don't you do a podcast about it by you. yourself? I wasn't invited to the one today. This film. Dare what film did you, you go see today? We saw Passengers today. Well, I wasn't invited. Do you know why? Wow. And you know, I stood do in the cold why? yesterday, you... waiting for you for I Patterson. Kids. I know. I, have I, kids. I, I gave understood. you enough time. But Not much. The best excuse I'll give in the you world. About an hour, hour. I use my dog the same way. And, oh man. I... <laughs> <laughs> You know why I did that, Nikki? Do you know why we we saw passengers today? Because I had to. Yeah, I know you're p- putting me against uh, Dwayne. No, I'm, you're, I'm you're, not putting you against you're, each you're, other. You're, I'm you're, se- you know, I had to. I, I was the problem. I do. I, you know, I, I had to a, separate was, you two. I wish I could have separated. I you had two. to separate you two, didn't I? <laughs> Someone should have separated you from him. Someone separate me from him. Oh, or him from you. you. There's enough love for everybody to go around. Absolutely. You know, that's why, you know, you got to throw a little little love to Mel Gibson. You know what I mean? The real shenanigans. We can can love him while still holding him accountable. You got to throw a little love to Mel Gibson. You got to hold him accountable. So there must be consequences. The closest I will throw love to Mel Gibson is two to three stooges. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Nighty night. All right, let's get out of here. Uh...